You're listening to Chris Carlin on 98.7 ESPN. Carlin with you on this Saturday of the NFL draft. We head out to East Rutherford. Jordan Ronan, ESPN New York, joins us right now. Jordan, how are you, my friend? Chris, right. beautiful day, you know. We're watching the NFL draft like everybody else out there and seeing if the Giants can uh, get better, right? I mean, that's, they got enough picks. <laughs> 11 picks, it's a lot of bodies. You know, strength by numbers, maybe. All right, Jordan, break it down like a fraction. Did day one and day two, specifically day one, play out exactly as the Giants would have hoped? I think they come away really happy with that. Maybe, you know, Sauce Gardner was the guy they really wanted, but he goes four. But, you know, they obviously have a contingency plan. And I think personally, and if I had my druthers, and I, I think you would probably agree with me on this, is that, you know, if, I could, if, if they both end up being equivalent type, you know, impact players, I take the the edge rusher over the cornerback pretty much any day of the week. So if Kayvon Thibodeau can play to the level that the Giants think he can, you know, they took him first because there was three offensive tackles still on the board. So they they went in that direction knowing that they would still get an offensive tackle they really like. And I believe they got the guy that they like best at number seven when, uh, with Evan Neal. Who, who All you hear from everyone I talk to is and that guy's really, really good. So, and he's massive. I mean, you know, we see a lot of big guys here, but I mean, he's like Makai Becton, but you know, because he did his introductory press conference. This was the first time we seen him. He's like Makai Becton, but with a total, with the same amount of size, but just the way he carries it is just so effortlessly. Like he, he almost looks skinny at three hundred and forty plus pounds, which is. Not easy to do, Chris. Not easy to do. No, it's not. And uh, listen, only a few of us can pull it off. And, you know, I know what it's like right. to pull it off. You, Jordan. you, you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But having said that now, um, okay, the pass rusher in Thibodeau, first of all, just give me an idea of how this is going to line up, how he plans to really fit in with what the Giants want to do here defensively and exactly mm-hmm. um, the kind of personality that he has. It it seems like one of those personalities that might be made for this situation. Yeah, I mean, you first of all, let me just say, he came in today and uh, he, he barely had a voice left. So, uh, but you can just tell when he's up there speaking that he's just a big personality. He he likes to have fun. You know, he, you can just tell the energy that he brings is something. He's he seems like the guy, and obviously I don't know him that well yet. But he seems like the guy that when he's in the room, you know he's in the room. You know, you know what I'm saying when I when I say that. Yeah, like you know people. You just you're know not going to miss like, him. Like that. Yeah, that just seems like him in a good way though. Not that he's trying to steal the attention, but he's just uh, you know always smiling, always laughing, uh, always always talking and, and making jokes. So that that's the impression that I get from him. And that's a, there's a, the talk that I heard about him before the draft. You know, he's uh, you, you heard the critiques, the work ethic. You know, he's taken off plays. He uh, he's worried about his brand. And most of the people I spoke to around the league, and pretty much unanimous. They didn't think that was a problem. They didn't care about that stuff at all. 
The reason why I think he, I mean, he ended up going fifth, but the reason I think there was a little disconnect between the public and the NFL teams about what he was as a player. Like he's not Chase Young as a prospect. He's not uh, Miles Garrett or Jadavian Clowney in regards to, he doesn't, he's not as, he's not that physically gifted as them. They, they all, all those guys. And this is what people said to me. He's like, I heard the Clowney comparison, but when I look at him, I'm like, wait a minute, he's not that big. Like, so he doesn't have that size. He doesn't play with the same kind of strength. What he does have is that explosive and ridiculous first step. That's what he brings to the table, but he needs to develop some counter moves. So there's work to be done, but there's also a lot of talent there to work with with him. So I think that to me was maybe why you know he wasn't the number one, two pick that everyone maybe thought he was going into the season. And there was some talk about him dropping down, but he still has that explosiveness in first step. And the Giants' plan is to use him all over the field. That's what Wink Martindale wants to do. He wants to create the illusion of pressure from all different, bring it from all different areas. And that, that, so that, that's kind of what he does. He brings guys to the line of scrimmage from everywhere. And you never know who's going to rush. So you're going to see Kayvon Thibodeau and really all the, a lot of the Giants' pass rushers all over the, all over the formation, all over the field. And uh, I'm sure he'll find a way to use that first step. So now at least you feel good. The Giants finally have two edge rushers. You feel pretty good about it. It's been a while since we could say that, Chris. Like a while being like, you know, Super Bowl years. Hmm. Uh, Jordan Ronan joining us. Of course, ESPN New York covering the Giants. All right. They take Wandale Robinson, a wide receiver, smallish guy. Everybody says very similar to Kadarius Tony. So, Interpret that situation to us. What's your read on Tony, his future with the Giants, and how Robinson kind of fits in here? Well, the more I think about it, the more I say, well, okay, yeah, what does this mean for Tony's future? But I look at it and I say, well, next year, who can we guarantee uh, the Giants receivers are still going to be on the roster? Sterling Shepard? No. Darius Slayton? No. Kenny Galladay, no, right? He's got to play. He's got to play really well this year to justify that contract. And who knows if that's going to happen? So you realize, hey, you know what? Maybe long term, the Giants do need wide receivers, uh, and it seems that they're going to run a lot of three, four, maybe even five wide receiver sets with Brian Dayball. Uh, so there's going to be plenty of opportunities for them both to be on the field at the same time. I'm talking about. Tony and Robinson. So, you know, even though their skill set might be duplicitous, uh, I don't think it necessarily means, you know, uh, Kadarius Tony's gone or or anything like that. I I just think they're trying to add weapons. They're going to spread the field. Uh, They're going to try to get the ball to playmakers in space. And here's a player they like and that they think can fit into that kind of plan. Now, what I do wonder about is he's a small, shifty-type player, Robinson, Mm -hmm. but I wonder how it's going to translate because he doesn't have that extreme athleticism that most guys at that size have. Like, that's the one thing that stands out to me. So so how much does it translate to the NFL game? I think that's a question that NFL people have. Jordan, how about the the overall scenario here uh, with the Giants offensively and Jones, 
Sam Howell is still on the board. Do you think they will they will look at that, or is this strictly, hey, we're not going to do anything else here that's going to add to the quarterback room? We are going to worry about that next year. Yeah, I think that's been the plan. We're getting to the range now where, you know, hey, we, it might be worth it, you know, if he's yeah. still there. You look, you look at, okay, the Giants, one thing we're learning, it's all about learning about Joe Shane, right, the new Giants general manager this, this right now. And what is he like? What does he do? And how do they operate, right? That's what this draft is showing. We don't know if any of these guys are any good to players, right? We, we never, we're not going to know that for a couple of years. We can sit here and pretend like, oh, it was a great pick. That was a bad pick. This guy was overdrafted, wasn't overdrafted. We don't know on players. But we're learning about Joe Shane, and we're learning that the pre-draft process, the guys that come in, the guys that they uh, you know, do visits and that they talk to and bring to the building, those are the guys that they like to pick. Those are like the guys that uh, he's pretty much drafted here. So when that's the case, Sam Howell's one of the few quarterbacks, maybe the only one, who actually visited the Giants facility. Mm. So they have three fifth-round picks, maybe at that point it's one where they say, okay, you know what, let's take a developmental quarterback. We could stockpile him. He'll be the third quarterback this year. I don't think it'll produce any sort of pressure on Daniel Jones when you draft a quarterback in the fifth round. Uh, So I think we're getting to the point where they can. But so far, to be honest with you, the Giants have shown no inclination to even contemplate taking a quarterback. And Joe Shane was pretty adamant about that yesterday. All right, Jordan, last one. Just give me the 30,000-foot the view of the first few months here based on what we've seen from Joe Shane and, and how he kind of envisions this moving forward for the Giants. Yeah, it, you see, you notice that this is a process, right, that they're basically scrapping it and starting from scratch. They didn't make a lot of moves in free agency. Uh, they didn't make a lot of splash moves. They got rid of some useful players. I mean, I'm, I'm considering James Bradbury pretty much gone still. So, uh, that's going to happen at some point. You know, Logan Ryan, like they let a, none, they, all their free agents pretty much they allowed to walk. So uh, they understand what they inherited here was not something that needs to be tweaked, that it needs to be fully reloaded. And that's what you're seeing right now. And you're seeing smart moves, and now you're seeing uh, – smart moves, I mean, at least the logic behind them, right? You could see what they're trying to do here. Like I mentioned before, they're trying to create this spread offense and players that fit in there. Uh, Brian Dable's system, like – and so it seems to make sense. And I think if you're a Giants fan, you have to look at that and say, okay, it finally feels – and you tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if you don't feel this. That, okay, they, they finally seem headed in the right direction. They're not close, but they're finally moving in that right direction where you could see the light at the end of the tunnel, whether it be you know two years down the line, but they're finally doing the things that they probably should have done three, four, five years ago. Listen, I think you have to feel nothing but positive after what we've seen the last few days. And I think there is a lot of optimism and justifiably. So we all know it's a draft. We all know it's an inexact science, but at the very least from the experts, this feels like it has been something that has gone exceptionally well. And let's be fair. 
That has not been an opinion of the last several years that we have really heard a lot. No, even the Saquon pick, like we were, it was an argument that was still there. Like, is that even a good pick? Think, think about that, Chris. That was the number two overall pick, and we knew it was the wrong pick from the moment they made it. That's where the, that's where the Giants were. They could they, they couldn't even make the number two overall pick a slam dunk. Hmm. It's amazing, but here we are. Everybody, it's positive, positive Saturday, Jordan. Everybody's feeling good. I know. Hey, look. I'll say this. People are like, oh, Wendell Robinson, too high. They overdraft him. I'm even willing to say, you know what, let's see. We'll see. Well, let's give Joe Shane right now, and I think they deserve this, you know, the benefit of the doubt. And so, hey, you know, they, they thought he was a second-round player. So, let's uh, you know, let's, let's see. You know, it's something when Jordan is the voice of reason. Appreciate it, brother. I know. When I'm being positive, we're, uh, we're really <laughs> – Check my check my temperature. Jordan run on ESPN New York. Giants have plenty more picks. Jordan will be keeping an eye on it. Thanks. You're listening to Chris Carlin on 98.7 ESPN.